This is episode 298 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm your host, Dio Morales, and today I'm joined by Marcel. We'll miss the skyline. Manzano. Popcorn ceiling, Manzano, it sounds like. There you go. Uh, I'll put a skyline for you. There's a skyline. You guys happy? You guys happy? I'm happy. <laughs> I am happy. <laughs> Will, we're doing it live. Hey, Wood. Uh, that's, that's my deployment strategies all the time, Ryan. Just do it live. And Ryan, signs of spring in February. Very suspect. Staniszewski. Yeah, going out on actual stroller walks with the family and everything. Like, I hope it stays this way. But usually this this is when we're in... Uh, fake spring yeah come back to it's come back come back to around a second or third winter i don't know which one we're on right now yeah it, it we're gonna get we're gonna get slapped so hard you know i was i literally had this conversation with my daughter she's like poppy it's really nice outside and i was like i was like oh you have not been through many february's my dear <laughs> winter's still coming <laughs> it's not just february it can be march and april sometimes. this is true this is Fingers true. crossed it's not the week of the world's march in chicago this is true this is true <laughs> chicago has one blizzard this this winter and it happens in march hopefully not okay well today we got some things to talk about we just wrapped up week four of the sector series we're going into week five and uh this week we got some leaks question mark leaks we got some information uh it's questionable whether or not it's considered leaks but some cool information about upcoming 2023 store championship kit and the reason I like leaks question mark is like it's not directly from amg to the public but I think it's important because it's going out uh, my it seems to be going to like suppliers and stores and somebody scared sh shared screenshots of it and it's important because if your store doesn't know or didn't read this email uh you might lose out on a tournament kit and we don't want that we want you to get your tournament kit and we're going to talk about what's in there in a minute but before that we'll let you guys know that our podcast is brought to you by our amazing gold squadron patrons you can go to patreon.com slash gold squadron get awesome swag and support what we do all right uh, i figure do we do you guys want to just jump into the op kits first all right, yeah. so we got two screenshots. All right, we got two screenshots. Here's the first one. I'll go ahead and adjust this so that it's a little bit of a, of a better picture for you all. Just give me one second here. There we go. So there, there's screenshot number one. Uh, so obviously it's just coming straight off of a monitor. And... Um, you know, it just—it looks like it's a—it's an email saying, "Hey, Star Wars X-wing 2023 store championship kits," uh, and it has some information on the bottom. And it seems like specifically this email was going to uh, UK stores. So from the bottom, it reads: "Attention, Star Wars OP stores. We are happy to announce that Asmodi UK are now taking pre-orders for a brand new store tournament kit for Star Wars X-wing store level." tournament kits are the ultimate challenge for players to test their 
counter strategy and tactics against other members in their local community. Each event supports up to 32 players with tiered prizes uh, that can be earned depending on their final placement. And then this is where we're going to get some, uh, some questions. On the bottom, it says, store tournament champions are earn a standard world's invite giving them a chance to compete against players from all over the globe at the star wars x-wing worlds event in 2024 now ryan why is it that that bottom statement is a bit of a question mark because we have this other part to what images we have received it actually goes over specifically what prizes are in the kit, which is really awesome. But to specifically highlight why you mentioned that is because in the list, it lists one last chance qualifier invite. Now, this can be taken multiple ways. I've heard multiple conversations today mm -hmm. about this. One, it's a simple typo. Yep. That, that's what, right? that's what I think is it wrong? is. Which one is right? Which one's wrong? Don't know. I'm going to err on the side of if it is a typo. The correct one is what's bolded in the main piece and body of that message out. Because they mm -hmm. did say uh, in streams past when they mm -hmm. talked about OP, they said the, the store champ winner would receive an invite to Worlds. Yep. Which to me, does not make it sound like you're invited to play the last chance qualifier to play in for Worlds. Right, that don't make any sense now, because that's the whole. For some people, <laughs> for some people though, they say even that can still be for them uh, a, a worthy enough prize for store champ winner because normally store champ winners haven't been part of like the whole world's invite circuit thing. That's um, true, but it's been getting, what was get, pre get, previous getting someone to um, avoid the I got to click the button on a depth count registration as fast as possible to get my last chance qualifier ticket. Some people missed out on that because of that, and they have to be on a wait list to wait through. Mm -hmm. Luckily. It's been expanding a little bit more and more, and actually, I think finalized today at 180 max. So I think that they've stretched as much as they could. Mm -hmm. They've sent out the waiting. They've they're going down through the wait list and sending out to contact people who are still on it, and hitting the people that they can. Um, but don't don't take your name off the wait list or cancel it now if you're still considering it because people may cancel. I already uh, know someone who's canceling because. Their second child is on the way, a little bit ahead of schedule. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Or at least, or at least sizing out to be uh, a little ahead of schedule. So they can't make it. It cancel. Um, on the other side of the so so typo um, actually intended to be that way, which it's a lesser on uh, the reason why. Um. Or et cetera, other reasons. <laughs> yeah. I think it, for me, if I, like the way I'm reading it, uh, I think this is a typo, the last chance qualifier thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the other screenshot, I think the important keyword there is standard world invite. Mm. And my belief is basically they're just trying to distinguish between people that get an invitation to participate in worlds versus, you know, for example, the uh, Gen Con winner and people like that that get like the full, the full ride invitation. Okay. So do you think we? I mean, there is a is there a possibility that we're moving to a structure that maybe if you win one of those major events, you get like a buy. 
Yeah, actually, or, or some type of advantage. I, I would hope so because um, I was talking uh, actually with Brandon Progos yesterday. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it and saying that we kind of missed like that whole regionals, um, you know, where in an ideal world, especially right now, where um, you know the the player base is not as robust as it was, as it once was. Hopefully, it'll get back to the point where um, you can't participate because there's too many people. Mm-hmm. Um, Good problems, right? Yeah, I, 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 I would much prefer to have enough capacity to fit everyone that wants to attend, and uh, prior and um, do like a buy or something, like some type of other incentive for the people that earned their whatever. You know, like the like in the olden days, you. I think it was if you won a store championship, you got a regional buy, and if you won a regional, you got a nationals buy, and so forth. And if you won a nationals, you got a world's buy. I think it's the way it used to work. Like it used to funnel up that way. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's my opinion. My opinion right now is that um, they probably are trying to just like distinguish the between the standard being just like, hey, you're allowed to participate in worlds mm-hmm. versus. You won something, and we're going to, yeah, you know, take care of you on uh, on the way in. I, I mean, I, that that makes sense to me. There's some that that standard language probably means, like you said, there's there's something else. They're trying to. There's still maybe they even haven't finalized language on what a you know a large event win would be, right? There, there's a possibility that it doesn't have a name yet, and this. You know, this got caught in that confusion. Um, but, Will, I'm going to go ahead and turn to you. What are some of these sweet, sweet prizes you can win by playing at a store championship? All right. So, begins with some promos. Uh, this says 34 suppressive gunner promos, 33 round tracker cards. What's that? Manu- What's round that? Tracker- what cards? a round! I I understand what a round tracker is. I'm not sure what a round tracker card would be. Uh, it could just be like uh, I'm assuming like more like a dial than anything. Um, but I don't know how they were going to make it out of just paper uh, to, to it, call so it a card. Here's here's my here's my. It could be disposable, or if you go into the uh, Atomic Mass Games website, and I, ha- I have a six-year-old who is oh, – what, what – are you okay? Did you drop something? Oh, you're a dragon. Okay. I'm glad. <laughs> I love you. Bye. <laughs> she left the dragon, everybody. It's fine. Everything's good now. All right. So uh, if you go to the Atomic Mass Games website where they have the uh, print and play for objectives in that packet, there is, I believe, isn't there a round tracker slip where you're supposed to use those um, – the, there's these certain tokens. We got – what am I doing? I'm literally sitting at a computer right now. Uh, they're, they're, the round trackers are is just like a board that you put charges on. So assuming that what you're saying that this card just uh, uh, allows you to put uh, like charges on it and you could flip the charges in, in the sequence. Um, 
so yeah, it could just be something you can put like 12 tokens on like each round, just throw a token on the round tracker. I mean, if it looks cool, I would assume it'd have some nice alt art or something, something that'd be cool to display out on the board. Yeah, it's at the very bottom. Yeah, this this thing. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, it just has uh, uh, spaces for 12 charges. I mean, that looks pretty straightforward. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, mean, that would that, that make sense that that's what the card word. would be. Yeah, it's word for word. Round tracker card. Maybe yeah. they give you like a just um, like a cardboard version that's laminated or something. Yeah, Not something laminated, nice. But like, oh, it's got some like nice uh, finish art it. on it or something. Sure. Uh, we'll see. Well, what was the next one then, Dion? We had eight outmaneuver promos. Uh, yes. Uh, then we have uh, eight second sister promos, eight Keo Vinzi promos, eight Venza Doza promos, eight Lieutenant Gaelic promos, and eight Lappin promos. So that's Scum going in reverse order there. Scum, first order resistance rebels and empire so all of the non-prequel factions uh hot shots hey, and wait, aces. Wait, 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 wait there's a prequel faction thing in there oh well that's the next one there is one poe dameron promo oh, and nope. one triple zero promo uh, in addition there's that last chance qualifier invite which we're, we'll just Hand wave is a world's invite, whatever that may mean in the future. Uh, here's the interesting thing. Three scenario punch board sheets. So uh, they could be cardboard uh, victory tokens, um, but they could also be uh, the objectives as well. Um, like in the, uh, what you're showing there, Dion, the... Uh, print and play, no longer uh, printing yourself. You could just win one by uh, attending this event or being in the top 32, top 33 or so. Yeah, I do. I, I honestly, like, I am like 95% sure what that is, is these are the scenario tokens. It's like, got to it, be, right? Right. It, it just makes sense. 33 sheets is a lot, though, even for uh x-wing tokens like that normally only get like one or two sheets in uh in the regular expansions so that is well i guess this has three sheets uh for it so hopefully uh that will include uh a lot of tokens uh there's also three info sheets and one poster gotta have uh, a poster Gotta have I mean, it. I assume it's got that Poe Dameron promo art on it, or the triple zero promo art. Maybe it's double-sided. I'd assume the Poe one. It's a, it's, a, it's a pretty good art on all the Poe um, pilot cards. Or I'm assuming, whatever, maybe new new art they have on this Poe Dameron promo. Mm -hmm. I, I'm also assuming that that Poe Dameron, uh, because there's only one of them, and the triple zero, that maybe maybe one of them says first place, and the other one says, like, runner-up or something like that uh sure sure or uh tournament organizer i see that there's 34 suppressive gunners and only 33 round trackers so i assume at least one of those is going to the organizer or head judge i got i can i can i put in two cents here real quick sure if 
the only thing, like, a suppressive, I mean, I'll, I'll be grateful as, a, as, the, as the organizer, but I think only if the only thing in the kit is a single card for the organizer, I think that's a little uh, chintzy. Well. You know, here, here's, yeah. here's two other things you can essentially get as the TO. If scenario punch board sheets are for the finalists, top two, there's True. one more left for the judge. True. Same with True. the, True. I don't know what the info sheets are, but there's three of them. So it's not an even yes. number in that either. Yeah, so get the poster. That, there you go. You the, the, plus, the poster. Plus, there's what, uh, 40. <laughs> Uh, 40 promos, and this is supposed to be a kit of approximately 33. True, true. I just I, like I, it. I, I want to clarify when I mentioned that there, there's definitely a prequel card in here. It's outmaneuver because it's on Grievous all the time. Oh, there it is. There it is. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Clever. So boy. just Republic is being left out. <laughs> Although Suppressive Gunner has the art, at least the current so, Suppressive Gunner oh. has the art on it. Okay. Whether or not so it think... retains that art or not, I don't know. We'll see. The good question is: Are these promos new art for the pilots, or are they just larger art for mm. the card? You know, here's another. Let, let me put on my speculation hat. Those three punch board sheets. One of the issues that has happened. Now we have persevered through this we've had our own solutions with uh the scenario tokens right like organizers have either had acrylic ones made or people are just using their own third party ones or we're using the paper ones that are cut up etc there is a possibility that those three punch board sheets are simply enough punch board depending on the size to give everybody a few actual punch board legal ones what do you what do you guys think about that would it have to have uh it would have to have like 50 objectives per punch board though to cover all 33 people that's true there's a lot of objectives 50 i mean if a punch board sheet if they go eight and a half by 11 that's what i'm saying it depends on the size I don't it's know. probably going to be something about point tracking. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think if they're putting three of them well, in see, there. If they're three of the same or three different things. Here's uh, a real tinfoil hat theory. Ooh, put it on. Put it on. What if? Okay. A new scenario required new punch for everybody. What do you think about that? We saw that in Droid Ball. Uh, what, whatever they, what is the actual <laughs> name of that scenario? Not the droids you're looking for. Something yeah. like that. Yep. In Droid Ball, they had you needed tokens for the goals and uh, something else. I think it was just the objectives. Um, but yeah, they had the little blue goals that you had to set out. So uh, if you could put. Uh, 10 or 11 little new scenario punches uh, that would per sheet that could cover each table as well. That well, wait, is... you'd only need you'd only need 15 of them then because if there's 33 players, there's only 16 tables. Yep. Hmm. 
That would be interesting. I mean, technically, after this world, we're starting the new year or season. You know, what that when would, would be a better time to debut a new scenario than then? That would be interesting and be a reason to bring people out to try out the new scenario. That's a good point. Ah, oh, man, I didn't even think about uh, a brand new scenario. Because what I kind of want to do, I don't think I have it up Actually, here. It's not a far-fetched idea if you also include the info sheets. I mean, the info That's sheets. Info sheets as well? What are we doing? What like, is the info? This is like the information on the new scenario. The three scenarios. new scenarios? I mean, three punch boards, three info sheets? Like, usually... Maybe for, like, the TO than for the winner. Oh, true. Maybe. I mean, for the TO to run the event with the information and... Yeah, like, uh, rules. if there was a be, I don't know, three whole new scenarios feels like a lot, but AMG has be changed a lot. a lot before. Like, I, I would think just an addition one or put one in, rotate one out, however they want to do it. And then the three sheets is just helpful to be able to have enough, one for the TO and two to kind of people need to mm -hmm. pass around at the event to recheck the rules or anything. Sure. I mean, unless we're only playing those three new scenarios. Well, that's that's true. Another another thought with the info sheets uh, is, you know, there could be one paper that explains how to run an event. If you're really doing, if it's imagine like a store employee, they might mm -hmm. enough to be like, all right, this is this is what you got to do to run an X-wing event. Uh, this is how the pr maybe another one that says this is how the prizes uh, get divvied up, and uh, a third one with some type of like general play rules. I could see like something like rules. that. Yeah, More like, or less. Floor, like, like floor rules, exactly. Hmm. That's interesting. I'm I'm excited to see what ends up coming. You know, you know, as soon as somebody has their hands on this, we'll get somebody taking pictures <laughs> of it. So sure, yeah. uh, we we won't have to wait too long. Did they say on the first one? Was there there was were there any dates like on here? One? No, there's nothing on here. I don't think so. Hmm. It says twenty twenty three or uh, yeah, twenty twenty three this year? Uh, question. Mark. I mean, that's that's a start. <laughs> We're part of the way there. All right. So, uh, so if uh, if you haven't yet, what I would do is go ahead, shoot a message, give a call. Uh, next time you're in your store. Be like, hey, I heard that store tournament kits are coming out for X-Wing. Can we order one for our store? Because the more of these you can run in your area, the more people in your area can get Worlds invites and you share the love uh, all the way around. Uh, and like, so for, for instance, for, for myself, even though I've been busy with home life and all that stuff, um, I have already sent a message to, to uh, two stores being like, hey, I know we haven't been there for a while, but let's, let's go ahead, let's order a kit and let's run a tournament. Let's find a day uh, to get it done. And uh, we'll, sh we'll make sure that everything gets paid for because obviously the kit's going to cost some type of money um but yeah that's uh that's that all righty so kits coming soon now let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about sector series what was our scenario this week salvage salvage mission 
Salvage mission. So, uh, Will, let's talk. Let's talk about you first. You didn't. You didn't play a game. What happened? Um, yeah, unfortunately, my opponent uh, had gone on an extended vacation, so I did not get a game in. But I did see a list this week. Uh, a winning list, a top list in a tournament. Spicy. Uh, not the top list, but a a, a top list. Uh, in it is by far the most interesting scum list I've seen. Uh, and I want to I want to hear you guys take on it. Um, it's got a lot of interactions going on. Uh, classic scum. You know how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let, let me read it off. Starts off easy. Uh, two M3 Ace, Quinjest and Layton. Uh, Layton gets free evades. Quinjest can reload his Tracer missiles. They both have Elusive. Layton's got Heavy Laser. And Quinjest has Thread Tracer. Uh, the Thread Tracer is because everybody in the, this list is I3. So Quinn can actually shoot first. Gamut Key, because it's a scum I3 list. So you know Gamut Key's in there coordinating, holding tokens. Uh, he's holding the tokens of lots of Ratsy. Uh, that is the YV, who can take a lock, or when she spin a lock to put a tractor out. Got Enduring, Lando, uh, so you can focus on reinforcing and then use Lando to re-roll with that reinforce. And then the Child, um, because you're a big tanky ship, uh, so why not have uh, borderline unlimited force? Mm -hmm. uh, then the real heavy hitter, the real star of the list, Manaru with Notorious, Gar Saxon, Contraband, and Punishing One. So you're using those Thread Tracer locks uh, and the Notorious strains to activate Gar Saxon. Uh, and if you're just focusing, you can get those free locks uh, to have basically a proton torpedo every time you attack. Uh, now, there's no false transponder codes in this uh, list at all. Uh, it's mostly support. The only debuff is the notorious strains and maybe lats uh, start of engagement trigger. Uh, what do you guys make of this list? This is, I believe, still undefeated in... Uh, the Kyber uh, team championship. It's unexpected for sure. It feels it feels like one of those lists where when somebody puts it across from you, you go, "What is what's that do?" <laughs> you know, because uh, I have not seen Lats Razi in the YV get put down on the table. I think more than once in second edition. Like, uh, yeah, especially with Afra out now for the same price with a bigger loadout. Two different tournaments in Galaxies yeah. plus Gen Con. So, so I, Marcel, you... I have not seen it <laughs> on the table. Marce Marcel, you fly something kind of similar. You have two YVs with Gamut. Um, what do you what do you make of this alteration to that? But no more lats. Um, it's interesting. I, I mean, Lats is, is a downgrade from Afra, but the rest of the list makes sense. Ooh, a downgrade. Um, why? Why? Why so? Why so? Spit! Spit the! Spit the! The, the just knowledge because on it's us. Sixteen points. Uh, Afra gets what? Twenty? Twenty? One? Twenty something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just you. You, you would prefer the the stress over but see this lats is saving her green I, tokens for rerolls instead yeah, but of. I don't, uh, I don't use uh, either 22. of their abilities. Little. 
Well, so, see, I think I, that might be okay. Yeah, like so I, I'd, I'd rather if you're not using an illicit, yeah, like you get the okay. illicit and the gunner, and you know, you just get more toys. Sure. Um, but other than that, like you can do like I do Lando with. Well, see, this is this is the interesting is, yeah. thing. What do you think about this? That uh, Gar Saxon. Uh, is we always see with red tokens, but it does say orange tokens on it as well. So you'd use that tractor to tractor them into Manoru, and then you use that tractor to get the Gar Saxon. Well, I would assume the main trigger for Gar Saxon and potentially Latsarazi's ability comes from Quinjas landing that Thread Tracer. Yeah, the Thread because Tracer. Because when Quinjas that's... shoots, he can get the lock again back from Thread Tracer, which means his mm -hmm. lock that turn is not useful. Exactly. So could just use Quinjas lock that got acquired and use it for Gar Saxon. And then Lats um, could be, you know, focus, focus, or uh, yeah, yeah, well, reinforces if, the main base action plus the child. Yeah. So plus Manaru and Gamut gets you yeah. to yeah. So target lock fo focus uh, reinforce. I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the HLC on Layton. I get you could tractor someone into the bullseye. I think I'd rather just have ion cannon just for the consistent three dice. And I think I'd, control. Also, that, landing ion same same thing. Ion tokens put on stuff can also power Gar Saxon too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think yeah. it's more the limitation of elusive uh, more than they can. And yeah, I, I mean, it has to be the only justification, right? Because I'm in the same boat. I on cannon for life. If you, I, I want to do, got... do damage. I don't, I don't want to strap myself <laughs> to the elusive rocket the entire time I listen. Yeah, to this. Like, yeah, true. Got to do some damage in, all, in the whole arc. I think. I don't know if you can rely on that. Angel yeah, that tractor beam is not so bad either, being that they're all initiative three. So tractor beam will not be. Yeah. Um, when when you're when everybody's shooting at the same initiative, the tractor beam could be a good um, a good way to set up everything else. And just kill something. And the tractor beam at the very end, uh, if you really want it, can is another orange token. But I don't know. If, I mean, that in that case, you're gaining one to lose one. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you get that. You, you I get mean, that this choice. so this this Lance and Manor are hitting so hard. They're, we're talking three, four hits every almost every time they attack. I feel like. Uh, well, as long as Manor get, is well, getting locks, if that's they're getting if locks, they get a lock. Right. Well, that's still a lot Lando of it hinges on child. that thread tracer, or mm -hmm. just taking a lock action, getting coordinated from gamut. So, yeah, Lando Child is is pretty pretty consistent. And enduring, we haven't seen a lot of enduring either, right? Mm, no, and enduring works really well with when the you don't want to like point directly at them. So, mm -hmm. yeah, those re that reinforce will cancel the crit every time. Exactly. That's uh, that's what I like. We've oh, seen. I've unless, seen it only on Borna. Unless the shooting ship has it in bullseye, which isn't difficult to do, but you, a lot of not a lot of things want to point directly at a YB sometimes. You don't? Why? Seems fine. <laughs> I mean, maybe this. <laughs> yeah, it's YB, just reinforcing I mean, with unlimited force. When, I'm sure it's when fine. When I think of YB, I think of Bosk, and I really mm. don't want to be like, like I, I'll shoot him. But I I want a way out next turn, or I want a, I want an escape potential. Um, Lats on the other hand, or or Afra, I might just point at him and just go at it. I mean, granted, because Gamma Key's on the board, you could reinforce one turn, reinforce 
uh, and Gamaki can hold it, reinforce the next turn. You have the child, so you have two reinforces, and you can spend one of those reinforces when you finally shoot with Lando to get rerolls anyway. Yeah, this this that combination, Lando and the child, is wow, pretty ridiculous. Full mods all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, that's what I I mean. So again, like Marcel, so you flew. What was what's the difference? So you instead of two M three A's, you had. I had Bosk, uh, uh, had... Afra, Gamut, and um, um, Kanan. So the two M three A's become Kanan, and Manro becomes Bosk. Yeah, I mean it's and a Lad, different Lads list. Yeah, yeah, that, that it's that's a similar, but uh, it's similar, similar, but it's 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 more reliant on two hitters. This one is a little bit more. Uh, it's less defensive, but it's more consistent output because you have different ways to put damage out. It, my list is only two hitters and two support. This is a little bit more um, consistent, I would say. Mm-hmm. Well, seem, seems like a really cool list. And who was the player who was flying this, Will? Uh, this is George. Uh, what's George's last name? Castaneda? Yes, from nice. uh, the Evergreen team. Yeah, uh, they've, been, they've been doing great up there uh, out of uh, the Northwest. Yes, yes, I recognize the name. I was just trying to trying to dig, trying to dig. What's where's that come from? All right, <laughs> mm-hmm. that that's awesome. All right, what what about you, Marcel? Did you play? Did you get a game in this week? I did, I did. Um, uh, I'm still playing this is my third week in a row playing the uh fo uh the six ship fo mm-hmm. and um i got the win so I, uh, that list in the sector series is three and oh uh, i've been playing around with the with the loadouts but the same ships it's basically um uh dt i, I don't have listed up here i think it's in the in the role better uh, but yeah, it's been uh, DT and Scorch, Malrus and Gaelic, uh, which I I don't think I've ever ever not once remembered to use Gaelic's ability. <laughs> uh, it's just like don't remember. You get demoralized when a ship dies, don't mm-hmm. you? you uh, I just you... don't even remember it until after the game. Not even like the next turn after the game. I'm like, oh, I forgot to use it again. It's always um, scorch. It's, it's always scorch or DT who dies. Like you just gotta. Anyways. Actually, for me, it's always whirlwind. Whirlwind never oh. survives uh, because I always <laughs> get cocky and out. So oh, and the other two are whirlwind and um, the other uh, four point um, whisper. Oh, nightfall. Uh, nightfall. Yeah, but the re- uh, the reason that I always get overconfident with whirlwind i'm like oh, i don't need to focus i'm just gonna have a focus and shoot and be double you know be modded and have all this cool stuff and then he dies because <laughs> he's initiative three um so I, I, I at some point i will learn that you probably take a defensive token at some point but, once in a while um, once yeah, in a yeah, while uh yeah so i've been playing that and what i like about that list is um you know, I am a um, uh, present dice stats uh, kind of person. Just yes, that's you make I, me sick. Hey, it is what it is. But I, but I do. I like to see like you know, is it 
is it me or is it like it feels a certain way but sometimes you feel like the luck is against you but it's really not and so th that's just something that i enjoy uh but how do you uh, review that after a game hmm? how do you review those numbers after a game after like every other round what do you mean after a game oh, but like so how are you clarifying that it's the tts numbers yeah 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 okay and um That's anyway a whole nother topic as to why i don't like that you, you can <laughs> like it or not like numbers. it yeah it, it's 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 not the uh you can like it or not like it. That that's not. I'm not asking about that. So, uh, but I do. And one of the things that um, I like about this particular list is that it tends to not be as variance dependent. Even if I have terrible variance, like um, I'm usually still in the game, and most of the time it's because of um, the extra health on the TIFOs plus the jam like the constant jamming of stuff uh my even if my dice are bad your dice are going to be bad too because they're going to be unmodded and that that tends to be um kind of be a, a a dice neutralizer because if i have good dice and i put myself in a decent spot i'm usually going to win if i have bad dice um i'm you're probably having bad dice too because you're not modifying at least your main ships are not modifying uh, the the two um so far the two whispers i have not flown them in a in anything other than a defensive or a support they're like two support ships they have a proton rocket like they can do some damage but i'm not flying for uh, a lot of the time i just have their rear arc pointed because mostly what i'm trying to do is is jam and block and um set up the other ships to survive and uh do damage like the three die guns from dt and scorch are probably the most uh, damage output that i do with anything though if, if if you're shooting something that's that's unmodded mm -hmm. and it's receiving a couple shots oh and i also went with tractor beam because i think last week we were reviewing somebody that did tractor beam and it looked really cool um but anyway uh, yeah, so I've been flying that. It's been doing well. Um, I think so far the whole time that I've flown that I lost one game, uh, and it was it was a close one at that. So it's it's been it's been good. I don't think that's the best combo though. I, I think Whirlwind is probably not the right call, just because Initiative Three uh, sometimes he's in a position where he messes up like the movement. Mm -hmm like everybody wants to move at different times yeah so it might be worth sacrificing those free focuses to get another i4 in there whether it's backdraft or uh one of the generic whispers just something so that they can move at the same time yeah i know I, I i will comment on this like you were the first person to really show me the power of ships that can move at the same initiative back at, this is ever since first edition like just just having the more we talked about it before the more options you have the more likely you are to have tools for success in a game and having ships that move at the same initiative is amazing 
absolutely amazing. Especially, it becomes uh, exponential as you have more of them. You have three or four ships that can move uh, at, at the same initiative, and all of a sudden, your opponent has got no idea what's going that's going to go on. I'll, I'll say that it even got better with the new bump rules because now you can set it up to where your ships are all bumping enemy ships mm -hmm. depending on who moves first and you can also determine like oh i'm gonna move this ship first to bump an enemy ship and get a range zero shot because it's the weaker gun and then the higher gun is gonna run into my own guy but kind of like hop over him and just still get the stress focus and have a fully modded range one shot um so you can play around with clever boy um, <laughs> who shoots the modded shot who doesn't shoot the modded shot and just making sure that that everybody hits an enemy ship versus, you know, running into yourself. And, and anyway, so Worldwind does that. Worldwind gets in the way, and I'm like, move. <laughs> uh, so what did you end up playing against this week? Oh, I played against uh, uh, Boy Vader, uh, Mauler, Backstabber, um, Vizier with Seven Sister, mm -hmm. and, um, and Aiden. So basically three TIE Fighters. Vizier. Vizier is the one with Seven Vizier Sister? Or? No, it's Faroff with Seven Sister normally. People okay, take it was the one with Seven Sister. It was Seven Sister. Okay, it was, that's it was a Palpatine. So it was Seven Sister, uh, the two uh, Stabber and Mauler, Aiden with an Ion, and then uh, Boy Vader. And basically, um, same as it's been every week. Or same, as, same as it's been every time that I play against that type of list mm -hmm. um i'm done with whirlwind and kill whirlwind round two <laughs> and then nightfall ends up just shadowing vader and wherever vader goes is just jam 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 and vader becomes kind of a not very helpful sad <laughs> so Our did they deploy Aiden with the boys yes I think. Yeah, they, they were like in a, in a trio, and then he had um, uh, Vader flanking, but then kind of like meet at the center. Because mm -hmm. after I killed one of his TIE fighters, Vader became like the three-die amp for the other one. Yeah. So he did a good job like flying them in the right order, uh, but Vader's shot was was muted and four-starved because I wasn't shooting at Vader, so he wasn't regenerating. And uh, he didn't have a target lock, so it was it was a very. You feel Aiden hampered the ability for the boys to utilize their afterburners at a better effect. Because I think that's what I find that happens a lot is is Aiden tethers them too much, and they just they just want to go their speed. And possibly, Aiden can't keep up. possibly because at one point he did he did the afterburners and i had completely forgotten that those things existed on those ships mm. and i'm like <laughs> ah but that was after um like like towards later in the game uh he did a k-turn and like boosted in or something like that i was like Ooh, that's you can do that <laughs> this was already after you killed one of them uh no but it was after we had already like gotten all messy and everything gotcha yeah i i think People like the idea of putting Aiden with four hall TIE Fighters, but then those TIE Fighters being Mauler and Stabber in the early game kind of get hampered. Like, there's, like Aiden ends up 
getting in the way because she's lower initiative, so you want her to kind of go first. But then those backstabber mauler can't fully utilize those afterburners and the speed and maneuvers they want to do. So now, what maybe do you do in can... place of that? So you you either could take I it's there's some matchups where maybe you still keep item with them or you put item by herself and just say she's gonna do go do my objective things. Yeah, still and then they shoot her on herself, yeah. right? Yeah. Or you swap out item from off Gideon and make them make all those ships hurt even harder. I think that's that's what I would do. Use Moff Gideon with cloaking device and your choice of either like Notorious or stack them up with like some FTC and targeting computer and like a talent or something just to, you know, if they're not going to shoot Moff Gideon anyway, at least you have a way to do some late late game jam or if someone tries to jump on you, you, you can't get locked right away because mm-hmm. FTC. Yeah, that's, uh, that was actually my game against uh, the Kyber Cup. My Kyber Cup this week or last week was against the same list but with Moff Gideon. Um, instead of Aiden. All right. So what about you, Ryan? Tell us about your week. So maybe not too much of a surprise. I didn't change my list. It's all right. It's a OB, Ada, Contrail, Regular, Kickback, SOC, Click, SOC. Um, <clears throat> salvage, I knew, was going to be a little difficult. What compounded on top of that is uh, my opponent brought 6FO, a variant of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the baseline four is always the same to me. It's Malrus, it's Gaelic, it's DT, it's Scorch, right? It's what you do with the last eight points. Um, some people, now, Marcel, if you wanted to pursue Whirlwind further, some people have been partnering Whirlwind next to Midnight. Midnight using uh, Swarm Tactics to bump Whirlwind up to six. And that's not just, like, the only, like, cool combination. Like, obviously getting Whirlwind up to six means you could bump up uh, when you get those focus tokens. But one of one thing that kind of intrinsically worked between the, between the two is normally the way you deal with Midnight is have a lot of things look at Midnight because Midnight can only deal with getting mods away from one ship, Midnight right. locks. But if you put Whirlwind next to Midnight that wants a lot of things looking at it because then it will get a bunch of focus tokens, and there's kind of a weird dynamic there. Mm-hmm. Um, what I do think could is it's kind of its biggest downside is whirlwind and midnight being tethered as they are they're not the same chassis midnight can't boost in this midnight's loadout is cluster missiles swarm tactics elusive and targeting synchronizer what targeting synchronizer what targeting synchronizer helps out with is since midnight is locking at six that's painting the lock for whirlwind for the cluster missiles and because whirlwind is getting all those extra focus tokens and has advanced optics, you essentially have a way to get a mostly modded cluster missile attack or two cluster missile attacks. So, but I think what the issue is, is because Midnight only has a bearer roll, mm-hmm. it has no boost. And Whisper would like to get into the fight and start jamming stuff. Depending on how you deploy and how you work with the list, though them being tethered is is hampering to them in some in the movement aspect. In the shooting and like choosing your target aspect, because Midnight has the targeting synchronizer, that has a that is a boon. That's an extra bonus. It helps and it helps Whirlwind get up to six and use Whirlwind's ability. Now in this list, because there's less things shooting after Gaelic, opted for Gaelic with the Iron Cannon, which I agree actually. Um, you don't have um, the rest of your list or most of your list shooting after Gaelic to take more full advantage of the tractor beam. Um, 
Now, when we played the game, <clears throat> I mean, I knew 6FO and E-Variant in a salvage against my Republic list that only wants really one or two ships to ever pick up uh, the objectives. But mm -hmm. at the same time, the ships that want it, the ships that I'm more like willing to pick up those objectives are the same ones. I want tokens to provide born for this, for the squad. So right, right. Difficult dynamic there. Um, now, how it ended up working out and deployed is is the 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 boxes were generally the normal like X spread, right? You got one one corner, one the opposite corner, one kind of close to their side, close to the other side to make that like tilted X essentially. It's pretty close to that. Um, I bring big rocks. I think he brought mostly small ish. Um, he deployed kind of spread. I mean, that one disadvantage of knowing that Midnight and Whirlwind want to be tethered is because Whirlwind's three. Whirlwind's going to deploy at I three. So even though. I ended up having, or did not have, road turn zero. I forget. Either way, I knew where Whirlwind is, so I know where Midnight's probably going to start in the game. Um, so Anakin had an idea in my list where to go, where not to go. I wasn't sure whether or not I wanted Anakin to just kind of play around that area and use his mobility to still work around Midnight Whirlwind anyway mm -hmm. and ace them out. Or, depending on how he deployed which he did spread. So he had uh, DT Scorch kind of middle, ready to go straight up a couple of open lanes down the middle. Um, he had Whirlwind and Midnight off in one corner, and then Malrus and Gaelic off in another corner. And I saw this, and I was like, because Midnight doesn't have boost and will take time to get across the board, I stacked up most of my stuff across from Malrus and Gaelic. There were still generally two crates I could pick up um, if I wanted to, but I really only wanted to pick up one along the way. And I went kind of full send. And DT kind of came in to intercept. Scorch went up the middle to pick up the middle crate. I gave up crates to do this. It was it was kind of a risky play. Um, I could have adjusted some maneuvers to really get on the target Gaelic because Gaelic and Malrus one turned away first. They didn't go straight. Oh, okay. Uh, DT banked toward to kind of intercept and help him out um but then they both one turn back in to, for Gaelic to pick up the crate if i would have like if i would have thought about if i'm the first order player what i want to do here it would have i would have kind of suspected like that's what he wanted to do so my guns instead of going on dt should have reached further back because obi and anakin both did pretty fast maneuvers but not the fastest to get all the way up there more particularly obi Contrail got up the board, probably could have went one more speed faster to get to Gaelic, whereas most of my shots went into DT instead. And he he held on, uh, and that's what kind of what happened is, even though I stacked up everything, essentially was against um, DT, Gaelic, and Malrus, who didn't, Malrus didn't get a lock for Cluster Missile almost most of the game. Um... I was able to get in and fight mostly those three with Scorch every other turn-ish because I was able to zoom past him after, and he picked up a crate so he didn't have a really good offense on his attack. And then Whirlwind and Midnight had to take their time, and Midnight actually said, I'm just going to skirt, skirt down the board and get the other objective. So he eventually he picked up four crates. Uh, not the second turn, but after the first two or three turns of engagement, and because his FOs just kept holding on, he rolled you know, a good amount of evades, but uh, I just couldn't bring them down fast enough to get the clock ticking of those crates off. And I, and I, if I would have picked the target party a little better and zooming past DT 
with my two aces and getting to the back line, Malrus and Gaelic and pick whatever one was going to pick up the crate and go after them. That probably would have helped a little more, mm -hmm. but I mean, the, the numbers advantage was his, uh, he has some, when his ships want to be sturdy, they'll be pretty hard to kill, which they were. And, uh, eventually, uh, it, it came to time and he got, he got it 17 to nine. Cause I only took out Mowers and Gaelic. And he got a lot of objective points and only killed Obi. A lot of my ship, all my ships survived. I mean, he was he was saying like he was getting a little frustrated with <laughs> I'm born for this stuff, all working together, stuff not dying, and can R two D twoing. Um, so uh, there wasn't a lot of death. I just I, I went in for the kills because I knew that's what I could do against him. Right. And I and I and I tried to like bring ships down more before. He could get to the point where he was stacking up those points. If I adjust my approach in the beginning a little bit and go for the backline ship instead of DT, I think I give myself a little bit of a better chance. Since Gaelic had no defensive mods, since Gaelic did pick up. Do you remember what your final final score ended up being? How close was it? Uh, well, final score was seventeen nine. All right. It wasn't. It wasn't that close. He, he, he killed Obi on the last turn. Plus, had a lot of objectives. I I had actually a reasonable way to get on the last turn to kill both DT and Scorch. Neither of those two happened, and he killed Obi. So I need to have Obi live and me kill both those two FOs, which were reasonable chances, but they didn't occur. As I, I think if I still adjust the early game, it helps the later game. And there was there was definitely some times in the game where. Um, I could have picked some different moves for Obi that would have helped out more because he bumped into friendly ships because of how many things were like, the fight that was going on was just a cluster. Um, <laughs> and I, I mean, if if Obi bumped into uh, friendly, if he was going to take a damage, I would use R4P, take a strain instead. It happened twice. <laughs> Both times I ran into a friendly, it was going to be a damage, and Obi said, "Thanks, Droid. No, I'll take a strain instead," and he was fine. Awesome. So on this list, actually, quick question. Um, I'm just looking at this list and what it wants to do. And I, I think William will probably agree with me, but maybe not. On Whirlwind, would you bump up or bump sideways and out up to uh, Mag Pulse and get a Mag Pulse at I6? No, um, you're, just, you're just trying to shoot as much as possible. Uh, does Malorus also have cluster in this version? No, Malorus has cl clusters. The reason I'm saying is because, uh, especially if he's flying together with Midnight, and it's you got Midnight, and Midnight is usually vulnerable on that initial, you know, coming in initially. And mm -hmm. if you can get that, that jam deplete on the most dangerous ship shooting back, uh, that is not sort of, you know, that is not target locked. Well, maybe it is target locked because it's targeting synchronizer. But either way, if you can get, if you can mute the damage output and mag pulse, the higher initiative, the the better on that. Um, I don't know. It's just a thought. I think the potential but, issue with that is because midnight has targeting synchronizer. A lot of midnight's attacks want to be to the same target as whirlwind. And I think most of the time, mag pulses want to be used as a utility piece that may not be going all in on everyone shooting the same thing. It's taking that one thing that may not be, you're not going to kill, and reduces attack coming back yeah. at you. 
but this list doesn't have any um, range three threats and and just again, don't be at range three man yeah that's, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, i was very aware forward. of because <laughs> and because midnight and whirlwind are tethered as they are and they were put on the opposite corner of the board i tried to take advantage of that they, they take a while to get in the fight if they're not deployed or if they're not deployed in the right spot and i could pick a different area for things to exist i mean there could be a reason to put whirlwind right in the middle and just say I've at least cut the board in half of where I need to go with Midnight and Whirlwind. I mean, so what? I'm an I six. You don't always have to be corner deployment with a higher initiative ship anyway. <laughs> I think people need to be more uh, willing to deploy middle of the board with some of their pieces. It's scary though, right? It's <laughs> you by by being on an edge. You 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 don't have to think about half of the board. You just. But you have four other ships to cover your flanks in some regard. Put two on one side, two on the other. Figure it out. But I'm, I'm scared, Ryan. I'm scared. Oh, no. <laughs> Get over your fears. I believe I, I, in you. I don't want, I don't want to. Uh, I mean, I know. <laughs> Definitely setting up in the center. I feel like whenever I have played against an, an opponent who's also willing to set up in the center, it makes me go. All right, this guy knows what he's doing. <laughs> you know, the more of his pieces that they set up in the center, you're like, oh, okay, this is this is this one's gonna be a tough one when it comes to the tournament. You know uh, what happens uh, for me? It's if I'm setting up a low initiative something, mm -hmm. and I'm I and I think I'm a jouster, and my opponent sets up directly in front of me at a higher initiative. I'm I start thinking to myself, wait, like. Am what I am I missing? What did I mess up? <laughs> Should I turn away? Like, should I just write hard and just like fly? Like, what am I doing? Well, uh, continuing uh, talking about Sector Series here a little bit. So this week is week five. All right. This is the technically the last round of Swiss. Okay. The last round of Swiss before we are going to be going into a wild card round, all right? So in order to get into the wild card round, you need to be in the top four or have the same score as the lowest rated top four, all right? The same event score. The wild card will be played in order to get that, however many people end up being tied with that fourth place person, into a four person to be into four people all right that's the goal all right we should be able to to do it uh, so uh when i mathed it out originally it worked hopefully i didn't screw it up too badly but what that means is that starting the next week as we start getting elimination games uh we're going to be scheduling some more streams in order to make sure that we could catch these games because we want to make sure we see the culmination of this championship um you know, obviously, we, we're not able to be, uh, you know, live every single day. But obviously, since we have uh, – this is our event, Sector Series, we want to make sure that we can uh, we can make it happen. So, Me Mega Silver said finish 3-2 and two in Sector Series. Oh, good, good run, though. Good run. It happens. It happens. I'm currently undefeated in Sector Series. You're welcome. <laughs> 
Remember, if you want to check out the prizes, you can go to goldsquadronpodcast.com. Prizes are listed there for if you guys uh, make the cut so you guys know what's going on. Now, uh, before we leave for the night, we got asked a strange question. And I looked at this, and I hemmed, and I hummed, and I, I wasn't sure if we should ask this question. But I figured in, in, in good fun, in good fun, I would throw it out. So this comes from Brendan. I believe it's Brendan Morsey, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, said, so, a hypothetical situation here that I'm keen to hear you guys discuss on the podcast. Most definitely do not hope anything even close to the situation described ever happens. But if Dion was to disappear one day, pass, go on to the next stage, all right, uh, and AMG decided to create him in X-Wing, in the X-Wing game as a card to memori- memorialize his impact on the game and the community, what ability slash card slash type of card would he be and why? I don't know. In this situation, I don't have an. I'm not able to have an opinion. My 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 mind immediately goes to like uh, uh, like a yearly uh, community award, like uh, like best person out of the community deal. Would be like the honorary like. uh, I'm trying to think of you know when they like have like the the Bob Knight. Uh, award or something like yeah. that. I'm trying like to, the Walter I, Payton Award in NFL. Yeah, sure. Things, exactly. That would be my first uh, go-to. But yeah, I don't know about it, like in the game. In the game, I, I gotta cause, because you're you're like the captain, like you're the pilot, right? Like you're mm-hmm. you're driving the, you're driving the the boat ish. Mm-hmm. So I would say a VCX pilot. I definitely put you in the rebels. So a VCX pilot, and your ability would be a range zero to three uh, during deployment. If you are within range zero to three, because you have a wide net, wide reach. <laughs> uh, all friendly ships that deploy within range zero to three get a hull upgrade. <laughs> get an extra hull. <laughs> that seems pretty good. That seems pretty good. That that just be you just need to be I by me to, to get more hull. I, I definitely agree with something along those lines where you're definitely driving a big ship, right? You're you're leading the charge of big ship. Maybe a YV party bus style or a Falcon or a, or a VCX, uh, I would lean lean towards the lines of like yeah zero to three level ability and something that's just designed to like 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 a Lando style mm-hmm. whether it's whether it's resistance or Rebel Lando just decide to help you like you're just helping everyone you're like the general the commander the you're you're, you're there in comms you're 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 like helping everybody out you're you're directing everything you got it all organized you got it all figured out. You're 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 maintaining the chaos as best you can. Whatever ability that translates Ain't to, I don't know, but that's what I visualize. Is there, 
is there something you could uh, i'm trying to think of like streaming like people could use your arc to shoot from because you're showing your like what you're watching or like to other people the targets like maybe he has built in tracers but gets to shoot his regular shot like do damage plus but when everybody you do then damage every... friendly okay. ships get to acquire a lock mm. Yeah, That's so everybody good. can see what you're looking at, Dion. Yeah. That's very cool. Or, or could be go either way. Like, both, like, gain something from it, or mm-hmm. you, know, you calm everyone down. You, you keep the community all level-headed as best you can. It's going to be okay, They have the everybody. option to either gain, acquire a lock token, or remove a red or orange token. I like it. I like it. Cool. All right. But that can't be for like a while. I got a lot of stuff to do. Okay, <laughs> I got. I'm. I, I'm busy. I'm too busy for this situation to happen. Thank you. <laughs> now he says repeat for the other squad members. So let's see. Let's see. Let's go. Let's go. Marcel first. Next, I want to get someone first. So Mar- Marcel's card's just blank, so he doesn't have to read it. <laughs> <laughs> You can't get it wrong if you don't have to read it. Oh my god. Oh, it's like dorsal turret, just attack. Attack. <laughs> yeah. Marcel, you, you get a special Marcel weapon that says attack. But no, it, it's going to have a lot of dice. It loves throwing a ton of dice, right? So it's like a one charge, one use, just yeet beam cannon, like, like this bullseye five die, one charge use attack. Uh, I mean, that's. I think that's that's your. <laughs> if, if if it ain't cheating, I don't like it. Ooh. It could be a gunner too, right? Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Whew. If you want to make it cheating, how about maybe something along the lines of you get to do something with a seventh dice, or you somehow break break. I don't know how. Break the dice max rules. Break the dice max rules somehow, but like a way that doesn't completely break the game. Maybe you're throwing attack dice and defense dice at the same time because that's also cheating. Uh, you can, you know. can always, you can always claim an objective to get a victory point from it because you don't know what scenario you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> Or, you know, as an action at the start of the game, you know, during setup, spend this charge to change the scenario. Oh, just change the scenario. (laughs) Spend this charge, flip a coin. Yeah. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Set up, change the scenario. I think think we nailed it. Nailed it. All right. Let's let's move. I'll love love Marcel. Don't. (laughs) (laughs) Whoo. Uh, I what? I heard Dion go go that hard laughing. I, that was, so, that was like you just will. you hit me right in the funny bone. Right, you, you <laughs> broke me. You broke me. All right, what about what about for Ryan? Hmm. So I want for for Ryan. I want something with precision. I want something. I want something to do with the bullseye. I want something. Let's see. I'm trying to 
boil well, him you down. You want the opposite of me. So you want something that is so <laughs> complex that you have Full to read text. the front and then it the folds, back of the card. It folds out. Like the, the card just like, opens as more text on the inside. Like, like, the card is the first yeah. brochure card in the game. <laughs> I like it. Or double sided upgrade might be the, might be the way might sure. be the way to go, right? If you're trying <laughs> to keep it on a double sided pilot because there's not enough room. This is all the words. Continued on other side. <laughs> it, lots of lots of ifs and ands and and if you do then and if you do not then and if you choose to, you must, and if you do, then you your opponent can't like lots lots of those um qualifying statements i believe is is what that's called i like it i like it that's on a little exam now you know what yeah give give them some condition cards why not yeah yeah <laughs> inspiration i remember having to make like a flow chart just for sam to understand like oh this is what this does oh this is in this phase this is what happens if you do this that's probably pretty close yeah i like it all right and what about for will that's easy that's um when rolling dice you may instead play Loop and Chewy. <laughs> but you may, if you didn't, if you weren't around in first edition, you don't. Nobody, nobody knows that reference. That's that's. Yeah, it's it a first back. edition card. It's a first. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a legal first, <laughs> it's a first edition first card. Edition. Oh, it's, oh, and that's... it's printed. It's printed in the small form Jeez. factor oh, and it's is vertical. Tiny, it's a tiny little upgrade. <laughs> if game little draw, tiny. play Loop and mm. Chewy instead. I'll take it. I'll take it. Some type of all alternate, definitely some type of alternate draw scenario. You know, choose a game of choice. You know, some some something along the lines of you know, you want to do a foot race, do mm. it. You want to play? Mm, yeah. You want to play a hand uh, of poker for it? My, sure. My yeah, my card has a different tiebreaker than. Is there not a tiebreaker these days? So we uh, just wrote it out, right? We just yeah. wrote it out now. If it, yeah. normally can, we're rooting it I out, I can choose. I can choose the method of tiebreaker. <laughs> so Love to it. summarize, we get hull upgrade, no text, encyclopedia of text, and looping chewy. That's what we came up with. Mm -hmm. Works for me. Pretty much. Works for me, boys. <laughs> Well, uh, hopefully you all had a good time with us. We'll be back next week with episode 299, boys. 299. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot of. That's a lot of times of talking about X-wing. It's a lot. What are you gonna do for 300? That's a lot of pressure, man. I keep getting messages like, "What are you doing for the 300th episode?" I'm like, "We're just doing well, an episode. Don't go, go pressure." Doing, do we all gotta cool. dress up like the 300? Can we just do like three ninety nine point one and then three ninety? But can we just put it off to Adepticon? Can we just go like three ninety nine point one, three ninety nine point two? Oh, we, we just ignore. We just ignore three hundred. No, we no, just go three hundred one, no, three hundred two, oh. three hundred three, and then jump back to three hundred. No, no, we do two ninety nine point. You know, two ninety nine. Uh, the return, two ninety nine. Uh, bigger, better, better. Uh, you know. 
until Adepticon. Then that's three hundred. Like a, a multi-part two ninety-nine until we get to either the episode just before or just after Adepticon. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> iTunes is gonna. That won't be confusing to that anyone be at con- all. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna need me to read it to them every time. That's right. Yeah. Just get more elaborate with the with the naming convention. I'm sure it'll go over great. First time caller says, how about making an all guest episode? That would be classic. Episode 300, none of us are on, and it's four <laughs> completely different people. Like, Wait, we, do we get to pick the people who replace us? Yeah. Actually, that would be cool. That, that would be cool. I wouldn't <laughs> mind that. I, like, we each pick one person uh, to represent do they, us. Do they have to imitate us? No, they don't have to imitate no, us. They have all. to represent us. <laughs> no, represent us. Yeah. Okay, okay. Represent us, not imitate. Playing the role I, I already of... know who I'm grabbing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, like, two or three people. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who I would, I would call upon. I've got a couple that I think I'd be comfortable representing me. person absolutely would not really represent me in any case situation, but this would be the only time I've ever okay Well, none of them would, like, like, dupli- like they wouldn't, like, try to... They you know, they got your their style. Own thing. No, I'm not. They, they got their own thing, but... Uh, yeah. But. I, think, I think I would replace myself with Scott. From Exile, like Scott, just you just go, just just you're fine, do it. You probably try to find someone that can keep it, that, that can like drive the bus. Gotta, gotta drive the bus. I need somebody else to drive the bus. Keep someone on PG. That guy would try and take over the bus, <laughs> <laughs> and then drive it into the ocean. And drive it into the ocean. I think. Do I know who we're talking? Is it who I think is Alan or like? No, not at all. This is oh. this is an old callback. Here. Oh no. Oh, no. no. Oh, wait, wait, coach? No. No, coach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, coach. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. Uh, that'd yeah, be. Play next week for everybody else to talk about it and drink at the same time. <laughs> this is true. This is true. We saw him at OVO. You know, you know, he told me at OVO. He said, he said, he said, he said, I miss OCX, but man, I'm doing a lot less drinking. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Because I know, he, I know, he still does a podcast or something for BattleTech. That's what he's really into now. But his stick, you know, the stick of of OCX with with the heavy amount of the character in which he played, uh, he's consuming less alcohol, which is good for him. Some unhealthy nights, I can assure you. For sure. For sure. <laughs> okay, submit your applications for replacing the four of us to at goldsquadron.com. No, feedback at backstyles.com. Correct. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, have a wonderful week. We'll see you on the Discord. Make sure to cook up with us there if you want to talk about some X-Wing. If you're in Sector Series, get your games done. But most importantly, be smart be safe. Gold Squadron out.